Hello, and welcome to the Return Within podcast. I'm your host, Stormy Kilcher. In the Return Within podcast, we explore the human experience through the lens of subtle body energy, flower medicine, nature, animal communication, and the medicine that comes from within. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining me. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. I am really excited about today's podcast episode. This episode is going to be about the new age world and like new age spirituality. Um, I am like kind of embarrassed to share some of these stories because they're really personal, but I know that so many people have gone through this shit and like been expected to say that this is all okay. And so I'm going to like share some of my personal experiences and hopefully like you understand like those are red flags or like you feel like you've been heard and like you're like, oh my God, I went through that too. Um, Because the new age world is messy, so messy And I really have had to be so conscious as a healer and as an intuitive to be so discerning about who I get involved with because of all of my really difficult and horrific experiences within the New Age community. And so I'm just going to share some stories. Some of them are really funny and some of them are like, Oh, Jesus, like, that's not right. Um, And so, you know, just uh, know that if there's things that you're like, wow, like, that happened to me, know that you're not alone. And it's almost like this, like, okay, we're gonna just, yeah, we'll go into all of that. Anyway, so as a lot of you know, or may not know, I was raised like really religiously. Um, like I had, there was like a lot of religious connotations in my childhood. And I really, um, like being an intuitive and a seeress and like seeing energies, I like really could not speak about any of that within the church or churches, I should say. And I really couldn't speak about it with friends. I really couldn't speak about it with my family. You know, still to this day, a lot of family members of mine think that I'm crazy um, because they think it's witchcraft and they think it's like black magic or like dark magic or like Satan's work. And yeah, there's like still people who believe in that. So like, yeah. So when I started like really diving into spirituality in general, I was really, I was young, you know, I was reading Eckhart Tolle when I was in middle school and I was really curious about meditation and I was really into Buddhism and I was a practicing Buddhist for eight years and I was a really I was really interested in those kinds of practices of like it was like before mindfulness had become like a coined term you know it was like me being really present with my body those were things I was really interested in Um, and I played sports. And so I was really trying to settle my nervous system in playing sports because I had such a sensory overload when I was playing. And I really was having a hard time staying in the moment 
when I, w- I played volleyball. And so like when I was playing volleyball, it was really hard for me to be present. And I thought that if I studied meditation, that would really help me stay grounded, which it did. But it also showed me other things that, that was like volleyball is not suited for you long term. Anyway, so when I started diving into it, I really was like a fish out of water, right? Like I felt like so much of what I was studying and researching, I had to keep to myself, which um, maybe a lot of you feel like you don't have people to talk about, right? Like there's like some things that you just can't go to the level with other people, you know, and I just want to say that is totally okay. Like you really like your spiritual journey is not about other people. Like, yes, it's important to be validated by other people or like feel validated by circumstances and friends and stuff. But at the same time, like your connection to spirit and your source and source in general is between you and that thing alone. Like having so many outside influences can really confuse the situation. And so I was really alone in like exploring spirituality and new age. Like I left the Mormon church when I was 16. And so a lot of the people that I was friends with, I had to, and I also moved out when I was 16. So I really didn't have like friends from high school that I could talk about with this. And I went to university and I was exploring really slowly. And then there was a moment where like my intuition was getting really loud and it became very clear to me that I needed to know what this was because I knew that it wasn't quote unquote insanity. I knew it was coming from a place of like love and divine protection because it was like always supporting me. Like the voice inside of me was always guiding me to things that always led to a better situation or like me feeling more like myself And so I, here we go. We're going to just bang this right off. So I actually got a job at a metaphysical bookstore. I'm not going to say where it is or who I worked for because that's a whole other story. But I was there for a while and I became the bookstore manager. And I was essentially like running this bookstore, right? Like the only thing I wasn't doing was paying the physical bills of the bookstore. Like I was there 40 hours a week, got paid $10 an hour. Like it was so dirt cheap. Um, But I had access to all of these metaphysical books. And also there was like nonfiction and fiction bestsellers. Um, And I remember there was like so many books, (laughs) so many people. And I was like, I'm just gonna go with everything, right? Like, I really didn't have much discernment, like that discernment was kind of ruined by my relationship to my previous religion. And so like, my ability to use caution was kind of not present. And so I was like reading so many books from so many different authors and so many different people about like uh, Tantra and Kundalini and like intuition and energy work and demonic spirits and ghosts and Tibetan sutras. Tibetan sutras. Is that a thing? (laughs) Uh, I think that's a thing. 
I don't know. I haven't studied this stuff in a long time. I haven't even looked at this stuff. And I was looking at Thich Nhat Hanh, and I was looking at the Dalai Lama, and I was, um, like, got to meet Elizabeth Gilbert, and I was, like, studying her work. And there was, like, so much stuff that I was, like, it was, like, I had so many opportunities to, like, explore, which, you know, in hindsight was, like, really important to me, but also... Um, I like the funny feelings I get now that are like really heavy feelings that immediately tell me like, whoa, be careful. I only had like inklings of that at the beginning because my energetic boundaries and my mental and emotional boundaries weren't as present. And so I really got taken like on a whirlwind and I really got shown like the really dark sides of spirituality real fast. Um, almost like this escapism model that we've all seen play out in the new age world. And like, I'll give an example, like my former boss, she used to say, um, if I was enlightened, then all my problems would go away and I wouldn't have to deal with your shit. And I would look at her and I would be like, you think that's the way that enlightenment works? And I remember being 19 and thinking to myself, that's not how it works, right? Like I knew like innately, like that's not how enlightenment works. But so many people play that like bullshit. And she's like, I studied with this, she studied with this really um, well-known tantric arts teacher who has gotten in huge trouble for sexual abuse and fraud everything in between and she was like since I studied under this guru I have this infinite potential of becoming enlightened but why am I not enlightened and I was like I really didn't have the language to respond because I was like really like you think that's gonna solve all your problems and I it was like me just like observing people's experiences. And then the next thing that was like so eye-opening to me was I went to a wellness conference, which I've talked about on here before. And I met Mark Nepo, who was incredible. And there was a lot of really famous spiritual teachers there too. And I'm not going to name them because I know that those people are on your bookshelves. Um, But I was like, I'm super sensitive to energy. Like when something feels off, like I can't shake it. Right. And so when I was at this wellness conference, I was like, wow, so many people are coming here to take and take and take and take. And nobody wants to have a mutual, you know, sharing and a mutual connection with each other. Like, yeah, I get it. People paid thousands of dollars to go to this wellness conference and they're going to get what they want for their money's worth. But it was this very much like spirituality could be bought. Like, oh, if I go to this lecture, my whole life is going to change. Oh, if I go to this, um, there was like psychics also in like booths and stuff. And they're like, oh, if I go to these famous psychics, my life is going to be, you know, drastically different. And I remember just observing all of this and I was like, wow, these are like really 
like I've like the only thing I could think about were like really big issues are being dealt in this building, but like nobody has solutions. They just are like asking for your money or like asking for you to look more optimistically at your life or buy this crystal so you can attract more love or buy this $250 astrology session so you can um, know your astrology, right? Which is important. I, you know, I appreciate that. But like, it was a very much like this. It felt very toxic, like a very like, bye, 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 bye. And you will find happiness. Bye, bye, bye. It's like very capitalistic. The capitalistic ties are still very present very like heavily rooted in the new age world which is so ironic to me because the new age people like the new age communities are like so much against money and like material possessions but yet there's like this huge like underlining foundation of like bye 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 um or like read my book or you have to come to my ashram or you have to come to my um farm or join my cult whatever i don't know there's so much darkness involved. And so it was like, I was 19. I was just observing all of this. And I was really watching the people that I was like, who do I trust? Who do I not trust? You know, and like me meeting Mark Nepo was really the first person that I was like, wow, there are people who are grounded in this reality, who still speak from a place of love and authenticity and from their hearts and not from a place of you have to buy, buy, buy. Like, yeah, he's an author, but like I didn't feel that like grabby energy from him. Like he felt very secure in himself. He felt like I am doing this and if people follow my work, great. But if people don't follow my work, at least I'm sharing from my heart that feeling, which I really resonated with and I still resonate with. And so anyway, as time went on, like I was getting readings from everybody. Like I have had, I've studied under so many people, so many well-known teachers, so many people who are not well-known. I've had energy sessions. I've had intuitive sessions, psychic sessions, animal communication sessions. I've had past life regression. I've done Akashic records. I've done, um, Reiki sessions. I've done subtle body energy sessions. Uh, well, I coined subtle body energy, but people were like doing energy work, that kind of thing, like chakra rebalancing. I have done it all. Okay. Um, and when I say I coined subtle body energy work, that's what like I do. Not that I've taken that name as I just, that was the best way that I felt what I do as a person works. But when I was going through all of these sessions, I, and people would be like, oh my God, these people are great. These people are wonderful. You should go to them. You should go to them. You should go to them. They changed my life. I was so desperate to like heal. Um, and that's like one of the biggest keys to understand with the new age world is like, if you're desperate, they will take advantage of you. And, or like a lot of healers and intuitives in general will just take advantage of you you know? And so I was like so desperate to understand why I felt so much pain, which really was from like my childhood and how I was raised and all the trauma that I endured at such a young age. And so, but like nobody wanted to talk about that. 
And if they did want to talk about it, they would be like, oh, it's a consequence of your energy. Like it's a consequence of your actions. And it's like, this is the energy that you've created around you. So you've deserved this, which is like total fucking bullshit. I'm totally going to go into an episode of that one day, but that's like a whole big trigger show. So I really have to be like emotionally settled to do that episode. But I was really, I would say desperate in like people who do not have your well intentions. Even if people are like, I've had great sessions with them, they really can use you. And I'm going to share some stories um, because I know that people, yeah, I'm just going to go into them. I'm feeling like so nervous about this. Okay. So the first story that I have (laughs) was I was in this relationship with this guy and it was pretty, um, uh, like I understand the purpose of our relationship, but it was like really difficult. And we had, he was kind of, not kind of, he was very controlling and like very, um, like that old mindset of like, you will listen to me, even though he like portrayed himself as like this lay back, um, like kind of stoner vibe person, but like really like like down to the surface level, he was very controlling. And so I had booked a session with an astrologer because I was like, everyone keeps telling me that me and him are soulmates and I like do not feel that way. Right. And my self-esteem was really low. So I felt like I couldn't relieve the relationship. And I called this astrologer, had an appointment with this astrologer who is very well known um, from Australia And he said to me, because I brought it up, I said, you know, I don't feel love or nurtured or supported in my relationship to this person. And everyone keeps telling me otherwise. And I don't know who to believe. Um, And this person said to me, oh, well, and he's also an intuitive. And he's also like, well, you two have had past lives together. You're meant to be together. Like all of the things that you're feeling are just triggers of your own shit. And you need to go into that. And I was like, okay, so you've turned it all back on me. So it became my problem. Like a lot of shame about like all of this is mine. And like the reason why this person is so shitty to me is because of my shit. Huge red flag. Huge. Huge. Okay? Like, huge people. And I remember hanging up the phone call and I was so, I was so more, I was such, I was more confused leaving that phone call than I ever was, which is also a red flag. Like, if an intuitive leaves you confused or like feels like they're reading something that's not there just so they can get money or like, so they don't have to be so, um, like, oh no, like this isn't serving you because a lot of intuitives don't want to be direct either. There's like a lot of fear about, you know, I have to people please. And I remember I emailed him, the astrologer, the next day, and I said, you know, I did not enjoy that session. I felt like you were not reading me. I felt like you were projecting shit on me. Like, I was coming to you looking for honest advice and support of my astrological chart and your intuitive understanding of my energy, and I feel like 
essentially I got the answer because everyone around me was like, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. And like me inside was like, this isn't it, you know? And it was like, I got my answers just by seeking help from somebody who told me what he thought I wanted to hear, you know? And so, and he responded and he was like, oh, well, it's your problem. It's your triggers. You're, and I was like, okay, fine, I'm done. So I moved on and, you know, stuff like that. Like I know so many people who go through shit like that. Like it's as an intuitive, it's not my job to make life decisions for people. Like it's not my job to say, oh, well, you guys have had past lives together, so you should be together. No, fuck no. Like, no. Mm-mm. that's not how this plays. I'm not playing those games anymore. Like those kind of conversations are really toxic and like really have gotten people in really bad relationships because everyone around them's like, oh, you have past lives together. So you're meant to be like, I don't believe that, you know, like I'm going to do a whole twin flame episode because I've got so much stuff to say about that. But like anytime you have a session with somebody, whether it's an intuitive or a psychic or an astrologer and they make you feel like you are doubting yourself or like they make you feel like they're just telling you what they want they think that you want to hear they're not for real like they're not authentic healers they're not authentic intuitives and so just keep that in mind um the next story which i <laughs> i <laughs> I don't know how to say this lightly, but I'm just going to say it. So I was going to this woman who does energy sessions and um, I felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere with her. And so uh, like I didn't really feel like she was as powerful or like not even powerful, but like really um, well-trained. I guess is the word. So I asked her if I could have the number to her, uh, the person who trained her, her teacher. And because I said, I'm curious about how you learned and I would like to explore his work as well. And she was like, yeah, no problem. And I got his information and I had a session with him. And he's also a well-known energy healer. And, um, at one point when I was doing sessions with the woman, she had put like a plate on my back, like an energetic plate. And she verbally told me that she was doing this. And I said, and that's when I was like, okay, you as a healer should not be putting anything on me, around me. The only thing that you should be doing is moving energy and clearing it. That's the only job that you have. You should not be placing anything. Like, I'm like, no. Like, you should not be giving me your energy. You should not be giving me things that you think I need or that you think my spirit team's telling you. Like, no, that's not what energy sessions are. You know, like, that's my responsibility, not you putting some plate on my back. Anyway, so this man, this her teacher, um, 
had a session with him. And during the session, I kid you not, he says to me, you have a demonic plate on the back of your spine. And I was like, yeah, you're trainee, the person that you've trained for 10 years, put that there. And he immediately said, oh, I do not accuse anybody here. He's he's like, you must have been open to receive it. So that's why it came to you. And it's your fault. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And he quote unquote removed it, which he did not. And he was like saying those words of like, oh, do you feel that magic? Do you feel that like release off your body? Do you feel? And I was like, no, I feel absolutely nothing. Like I am very sensitive to energy and I know that you are not removing this plate off my back. Like you are a fraud. Just like the person that you've been training for 10 years is also a fraud. And I hung up the phone and I was like, I like, oh God, so many people have gone through this shit where they're like, oh, do you feel that? It's so powerful. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm like next level sensitive. I can feel everything, you know, like, and then when somebody tells me like, oh, you don't feel that? Like, wow, you must be really closed off. Like, what the fuck? No, I know myself. Like, these are like really like hooky energy, like very hooky energy, very like controlling energy, very manipulative. This is how they're going to get money from you. This is how they're going to control you. This is going to how they're going to put fear in you. So like you'll do anything to get rid of it, right? Anything. Yeah, that's not healing. That is not, those are fraudulent healers. Those are fraudulent people. Like like straight off, like anybody who tries to put anything in your auric field that is foreign to it, they're fraudulent. Okay. Like when an energy session comes, they should just clear your energy, you know, help you balance things. And then they have to step out and they have to let your aura field heal the way that it needs to heal. There should not be any insertions of like golden plates, of objects, of symbols, You know, like the healer might work with symbols during your session, but once the session is done, it's done. Those things need to dissipate through the energy field. And so the person doesn't have this like extra, like extra energy cords attached to them because symbols, plates are all extra energy cords, right? So... And I'm giving a very brief explanation about this because, again, it's like a whole other conversation of its own. So next time somebody tries to tell you to put a golden plate on your back and then their teacher is telling you it's demonic, like, run the fuck away. Run the fuck away. Run, 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 run. (laughs) Far, far away. Um, And then this next story... um, Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like this is a heavy ener- like heavy energy episode, but like we need to have these conversations because this is just really stressful. I'm going to drink a drink of water one sec. Okay. So, this next story, this is so common and I don't think people realize this. 
so and this comes really back to the conversation of like white supremacy and cultural appropriation um and like white dominance so in the new age communities there's a lot of a cultural appropriation like i know that i have contributed i know that people around me have contributed but it's really being mindful and respecting the practices once you realize that you've done something wrong and acknowledging that you've done something wrong a couple years ago i was friends with a group of girls who were like really spiritual crystal going people um like would literally go all around the world to go find crystals and i did not like that like i wasn't into that but i like respected them because i was like oh this is what they like you know like that's cool i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna join you but i can watch from afar anyway so one of the girls had told me that in idaho she like there's an area in idaho where there's a lot of um like native americans have been killed like massively here um and there's also been chinese american termination camps or working like working camps um like an hour south of where i live so there's a lot of like heaviness around that and this person was telling me about this really cool spot, um, this like really cool energy vortex um, south of town and how she went to this vortex and she had heard about it and it was like in her dreams and she was like called to go there to clear the energy. And she said that she had gotten there and this Native American spirit approached her and he said, please do not pass on my land. Like this is a sacred spot. And what she said to me was she banished the spirit and sent him away because she doesn't have quote unquote the fucking time for that bullshit and then she got to enter this energy vortex which was quote unquote so pure and so pristine and i remember when she was telling me this i was looking at her and i was like what i i was like wait what like you disrespected a native american elder like uh because you didn't have quote-unquote time for that bullshit um like i (laughs) i cannot tell you how many times i've heard people doing stuff like this where they're like, oh, we're going to do a geometric grid and we're going to clear the energy of the land. And, you know, it's one thing to clear the land. It's another to honor what the land had before and respecting the roots of which the land was cultivated on, not just banishing them because you, quote unquote, don't have time for that bullshit. Like, wow. And as she was talking to me, we were eating dinner at the table And it was like a bigger table and she had all these crystals on the table. One of the crystals cracked um, like on the table when she was telling me this story and cracked like like the energy of like darkness like shot through the crystal and broke it. And like nothing had knocked it. Nothing had touched it. Like we weren't it was like in the middle of the table and it just cracked on its own. And she was like, oh, that's normal. 
And I was like, no, you've upsetted people. Like, you've upsetted spirits. Like, I know that, like, yes, there's spirits that you really shouldn't be giving your time and energy to. But when it comes to, like, spirits that are asking for you to be humble and asking you to respect the land and respect the pain that is still on that land and you just ignore it and, like, banish it or quote-unquote banish it, whatever she did... I am like, that is so disrespectful. So disrespectful. You know, I know people who've gone to like Egypt and they're like trying to clear the land there. And I'm like, okay, you're white people. Like you don't understand the culture. You know, the reason why it is so discombobulated in certain energy vortexes is because there's like this dominance factor of like, we have to be superior. And that's why there's so many convoluted energy vortexes around the world, because people aren't coming with clear intentions. They're coming for seeking of power and source and trying to get the next best thing. We see this playing out everywhere in the world. We do, we do, we do. And I just, ooh, ooh. And I asked her, I asked this woman, you know, did it ever cons- did it ever cross your mind that maybe the reason why that Native American elder did not want you near that energy vortex was because it wasn't yours to be involved with in the first place? And she was like, oh no, I'm human. I can do whatever I want. This very like superior mindset of not respecting the land, of not respecting elders, of not respecting spirits who have been brutally murdered at the sake of white people. Oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I stopped being friends with her shortly after that. Yeah, I did. I definitely was not. I definitely did not want to proceed with that energy. And in fact, I... I went down to the spot that she told me and I left like tobacco and stuff and like reverence of like, I hope that the spirit is in peace rather than angered because she banished him because she couldn't respect Native American culture and the spirit that came to her in such reverence, asking her to not get involved. And I I was like, this is the best I could do. I left Sweetgrass and I was like, this is the best I can do. I'm so sorry that she violated your space. And then I went and donated money to the Shoshone Bannock tribe because I was like, I I just don't know how else we're going to eradicate this shit if people like don't take responsibility for their actions. Anyhow, that is a whole story of its own. Whole story of its own. Um... I hope you're enjoying these stories because some of them are like absolutely ridiculous. Like the logic and like the like manipulation and taking advantage of people is like so prevalent in this world. You have to be so mindful. You know, even me as a healer, I am so, so mindful about if I'm not feeling well, I am not going to read people. If I'm feeling like I have to say something to a client, I'm going to say something to a client, even if it makes them mad. At least I'm coming from a place that's authentic, coming directly from source. And 
intuition and source is not always palatable. It's not always going to be loving and like sometimes it's going to be very direct. And yes, that is still loving. It's just not in the capacity that we have been taught that love looks like. You know, we think love is only like sunshine and rainbows. And sometimes love is just telling you the truth flat out. And so I am so conscious about this. And I just, ooh, it just makes me so nervous to think about all the people who have been taken advantage of, of like, I will help stop your divorce. I will help breed your husband's energy. I will help manipulate people's energy around you so you can get what you want, which totally, I've just totally thought about this story that I haven't thought about in a long time. I was renting an apartment for a couple of years and this was like right before COVID hit and, or no, COVID was going on. Yeah. COVID was happening and my landlady had an Akashic record, excuse me, Akashic record reading with somebody. And, um, in this session, she asked if the people in the household were going to get COVID. And this Akashic records person opened up everybody in the household's records without their like physical permission. And she like went into great detail about my life with my landlady And my landlady like told me all of this stuff. And I was like, "Uh, that is so unprofessional. That is so violating. Half of the stuff that she told you is just what you wanted to hear and is not about me at all. And I'm like, that is so inappropriate and so unprofessional. Like an intuitive should never be reading somebody else's energy. Um without their permission. Like, yes, like in sessions, if somebody is like married and their husband, um, like if there's like a certain personality that comes out in the husband and their energy, I will say that, but I'm not going to say like, um, oh, your husband has this issue and this issue and this issue. Like that is not my fucking place. Like that is never an intuitive place to read somebody who they do not have permission to read. Period. Period. And I remember telling my landlady, I'm like, you just had a fraudulent Akashic record reading. Like she was trying to manipulate you and you just got taken advantage of. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was the best Akashic records reading I've ever had. I'm like, yeah, because she violated so many boundaries just to give you what you wanted to hear, which is wildly inappropriate. And the energetics of that are so distorted and so manipulative that most people can't even see through it. And that's why she was like, it was the best reading I ever had. I'm like, that's great. But you really got taken advantage of. So, (laughs) yes. Mm -hmm. Grouchy Stormy has arrived at the table. Hello. Here I am. Um, Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, I really, I wish that when I was diving into the new age world, I had more discernment and I had more like being very careful with my energy because I really gave my energy to a lot of people that should not have been involved in my energy whatsoever. And it has taken a very long time to remove those people from my energy field and to heal my energy field. And even if I only had a 60 minute session, it's taken a very long time for me to heal from that 60 minute session that happened like 10 years ago because the energy was so volatile and so like manipulative and hooky and like 
coiled around my energy. You know, it's one thing to be a healer of love and it's another to be a healer of manipulation and perpetuating old stories of violence and aggression and manipulation. I mean, I know that sounds really heavy, but it that's what it is. You like a lot of people, there's so much abuse happening in the new age world and people just do not have the ability to realize this because they think that it's coming from a higher source and they can't discern what's a higher source because everyone around them is telling them, oh, my higher source is the truest source. So you have to listen to mine. Like, no, nobody should ever tell you that their their, their power is higher than your source. Like your source comes from within you. It is the most powerful thing within you. It does not come from outside. It does not come outside of you. It just does not. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Ooh, man. Ooh, man. Okay. And this is the last story I'm going to share because this is, um, I mean, I have so many stories. I have done, I've gotten involved in a lot of, of like a lot of really messy situations. And I think it's because I really had to be taught how this energy was being played out and I had to learn real fucking fast like how to discern and I have but I'm really grateful for these experiences these experiences have taught me so much yes were they difficult to learn are they difficult to taste in my mouth now because I'm like wow I have a shame part of me that's like I can't believe I was really naive and I got involved in all of this but now I'm stronger I understand this next story so, um, this happened two years ago and this was when like, I finally had enough, like with getting readings from people and, um, like trusting people who were quote unquote, like going to solve all of my problems. Um, like my, my business philosophy, like people always say, oh, do you want us to return for another session? And I'm like, it is your choice. Like, I, I'm not going to force you to come back. I'm not going to like demand that you have three sessions with me so you can get the acts, like the, like the most potential healing. That has never been my, like, I'm not into that. That That's not my, like, intention. Um, I know that some people do that business model in a really healthy way for themselves and that's great. It just doesn't work for me. Like I'm giving people guidance from their source. I'm letting source direct the conversation in their souls and how people take the information is, you know, it's up to them. And I just know that it's all going to work out for me and it's going to work out for them or it won't work out for me and it won't work out for them. There's like really no attachments, but I had this rating. Um, it was before my 25th birthday. So this was not two years ago. This was last year, last, not this past 2021, but like the December before. And I had a lot going on in December, 2020, like it, like big ruptured things had happened. And, um, I had won an astrology reading with this astrologer from California who 
a lot of people I know had gone to her. A lot of people I've known have like recommended her to me and they were like, you should check her out. She's great at what she does. Um, and I was curious, right? And I hadn't really had a reading, um, for a while. Like I've had like, I had like one person who was doing readings for me. Um, and that was really it. Um, maybe I had like a tarot reading, but then that was like, I wasn't interested in like getting into doing readings every month. Like I was, or like checking out all of the healers. And I won this astrology session with this woman. And my first initial feeling was like, you need to put your blinders up. Like you need to like be really mindful about this woman. And I was like, why? Everybody likes her. Everyone's recommended her. I don't know what the problem is. I've won this session with her and I want to take advantage of it. Like I want to have the free session. And so I sent the information to this woman, my birth chart, whatever, my place of where I was born and blah, blah, blah. And she does her sessions in a way where like she records it and then she sends it to you. And then it's like a two-part session where like she sends you the initial reading and then she gives you like a list of questions you have to answer and then you send them back to her and then you do another session with her. And I was, I never experienced a session like that. So I was already a little bit like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go out. But anyway, so she sends me her two-hour recording of the first part of the session. And at first it was like, she was reading my chart. You know, I've had my astrology chart read. So I felt like, oh, like she's pretty, you know, she's, this is what I've already been told, blah, blah, blah. And then like the whole conversation changed, like almost immediately. And this is all on recording. Like She, um, she starts talking about how I, cause I was just starting my intuitive business and she could see my Instagram and she was like, I've investigated your Instagram and I've investigated your websites and I've investigated you on the internet. And she's like, I'm going to tell you everything about what I see about you. And she went for it. Like, she full-blown went for it. Like, she talked about my fashion. She talked about my hairstyle choice. She talked about my choice of where I was living. She talked about me not being a healer and that I was a fraud and that it wasn't in alignment to my astrological chart. She went into how I had the most powerful chart she's ever seen and I was wasting it away because I was being selfish and trying to be an intuitive. I kid you fucking not. She said this shit on recording. And I was like, okay, you know, and I'm really sensitive. And like when people give me information like that, I take it to heart right? Like I, like there's like a level of criticism and like support and there's like a level of like absolutely trying to destroy you. 
And that's exactly what she was trying to do. Like she was trying to project all of her stuff onto me to like pull me down all the way to the ground. And I could feel it. And I, she also was like sending me pictures of women who, um, dressed a certain way. And she was like, what do you think that these women embody? And I was like, well, I can see the energy of these women and these women have a lot of problems. And it's ironic to me that you're sending me pictures of these women because I don't reflect these women at all. Like these women. And she kept sending me pictures of like redheads, which I was like, just because they're redhead does not mean that our energy is the same. Like we don't even dress the same. Like we have very, like they're not people that their energy fields like even relate to my astrological chart. And she was like trying to argue with this in this recording. She was literally arguing with herself about me, about how that's how I was supposed to look based off of my astrological chart. Like I was supposed to be presented a certain way. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Okay. Like I am fairly good about you know, reflecting on criticism and I'm fairly good about like, oh, you know, somebody's calling me out on my shit. That's correct. Like I've been aware of that. Like I need to address that. And I was like, no, this woman just went like from level zero to like a like level 458, whatever. And I responded to her after I finished listening to this two hour conversation that she was having with herself. And that was apparently about my astrological chart. And I said, I do not agree with you. I cannot, like, I was really upset. And I was like, you shouldn't have investigated me. I did not ask you to investigate me. This was supposed to be solely an astrological reading. Um, Like, I'm like, that's wildly inappropriate. I, I was like, this is not how you should be handling your business. Like that was so such an inappropriate reading. I you feel like this made me feel so violated. And she responded to me of like, well, I've trained with Tony Robbins, so you should trust what I have to say. And you have like a lot of abuse in your chart. So I know that you've been abused as a child. So you need to listen to me because I went through abuse too and I know how to heal from it and apparently you don't. And I was like, oh my God, I am not arguing with you. Like I am not going to argue with you anymore. So I stopped talking to her and then her messages just kept coming. Like I studied with Tony Robbins. Like I've studied with Toby Robbins. Well, Toby Rob- Tony Robbins said this about this and Tony Robbins said this about this and I am this astrologer and I've gotten paid so much money because of this and this and you're a nobody and you're not even following your path and you did it and like your fashion sucks and like you look horrible and you shouldn't be living where you're living and you've been abused so you need to listen to me. And I was like, I finally responded to her and I was like, you need to stop talking to me. Like we're done. And she's like, I don't understand why you're so upset with me. Like, I don't understand what your problem is. And I was like, oh my God, lady. I was like, we're done. So I deleted her. I blocked her. Then she um, sends me an email about how I was so overly triggered that 
it was obvious that I needed a session with her so she could heal me and rid me of all of my triggers. After that whole situation happened, I like, I took that so to heart. Like I had already had so many big things happening in my life at that moment. And it freaked me out. Like, I'm not going to lie. It freaked me out. Like, I closed down my website. I stopped doing readings. Um, I, I was like, oh my God, am I doing this to my clients? Like, am I doing this to people? Like, did everything that she say really have to do with me? And I had a full on like three to four months investigation about what this lady said to me. Because I'm the type of person that takes everything very seriously. Like, and I also take harsh criticism like to heart. And that's something that I've worked on a lot and I'm still going to be working on. And I was like, oh my God, like this woman, like, I don't know what she was trying to do, but it was so apparent to me that she was coming from a place of control, manipulation, power, deceit. You know, the fact that she kept throwing in Tony Robbins' name, like Toby Robbins is not, I do not support Tony Robbins. Like he's got some weird fucking energy and I'm like, why is she throwing in this man's name? Like she's, she's the healer, right? Like I didn't, she kept saying, Tony Robbins said, Tony Robbins said, well, you don't work for Tony Robbins. You work for yourself. So I really took it personally. And that really was like probably the biggest moment for me to realize how I had to run my business. It was like the big wake up call. And I really have not had, I've only had intuitive sessions with one person and I've had a soul reading or two soul readings with one person. I really have only reached out to two people that I like explicitly trust because I'm like, I don't have time to play with people who want to take advantage of my energy anymore. I don't have time to play with people who want to play games like that where it's so messy so messy and where like the tables get turned to like I'm the one being triggered and I'm the one with the problem and I'm like okay yeah at some point I am really triggered yes but I know like I have a therapist to go work with I know how to do my subtle body energy work I know how to work through my triggers I do not need to continue to receiving the triggers from some lady who is like trying to tell me that (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. So, so, I mean, I really share these stories because I have had to learn the hard way. Like, I've had to learn quite brutally about the New Age world. You know, I have never felt guided or led to be following somebody like that was made very clear that that's not my path like I remember one time I wanted to go to this like angel event in Hawaii and I was was like this really famous new age woman that we all know who's not a new age woman anymore 
And she's a born again Christian. She like changed paths really fast there. And I was like trying to go to this angel event and it would not work out. And finally, I was like asking my spirit team, like, what is the problem? And they're like, you're not meant to study under her. Like you're meant to be of your own. And this has been something that I have really had to be really mindful of, you know, like a lot of the things that are being taught are really dangerous and they keep perpetuating this harm that massive religions have done as well. And it's just with a different, it's like the wolf is still under the sheep's rug, even though it's a different sheep rug or like that kind of like disguise figure. It's all the same. So it's really important to be so discerning. You know, if you feel like you do not resonate with me, great. I am so glad that you know yourself. Like, please respect that. I do the same. Like, if I feel like I do not resonate with people, I will not proceed. It doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean that they're um, evil. It just means I don't resonate with them and I can let it go, you know? And it's not like this shame thing of like, well, everybody loves them. Why do I have funny feelings about them? You know, like recognize it, move on, right? Like just move on. Oh, oh man. Oh man. If anything, if like the only thing that people take away from this episode is your truth and your intuition is the highest source within you, it doesn't need to be like shouted from the rooftops. It doesn't need to be used to exploit people's pain. It doesn't need to be used to exploit people's traumas. That's not what source is. That's not what intuition is. That's not what spirit is. And so if something feels off, it probably is. Also, you could be like me where you've had to go through a bunch of really wild, crappy experiences for you to finally realize, oh, this is how energetics work. This is how people have been taught that they can be successful is through manipulation, dominance, control, shame, fear, using like, oh, I know that you're triggered, so you have to work with me. Those types of bullshit ideas, like... No, 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 no. And so I hope that this episode was... Eye-opening? Eye-opening. Yeah. Alrighty. I hope you all have a great Friday. And if you have stories about this and you're thinking about stories, write them up and go burn them. Like, let them go. Because, oh buddy, there is a lot of stories that are going to be coming out over the next few years, over this new age world. Anyway, all right, I'm, I'm signing off. Cheers.